Welcome to another Kingdom Community Church podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. We thank you for your glory cloud here right now, the pillar of fire by night, the glory cloud by day. When we come into free worship, the atmosphere changes. It's a portal that opens up. And uh, there's a frequency of heaven that flows through us. As we worship, there's a, it's a sound that's beyond the natural sound. And as we worship the Father in spirit and truth, Jesus gave this promise to us as he spoke to the woman at the well. We can worship the Father in spirit and truth. You can take your seats if you wish. We just have those sounds on for a minute. The reason why we have these sounds, some of you probably wondering why, the Holy Spirit moves through worship and heaven is full of sounds. Heaven is full of sounds and I had a Hong Kong 
uh, when I was in Hong Kong back in 2012, I had got caught up into the third realm. I got caught up into heaven. And I had this experience on the edge of heaven and I heard these kind of sounds. What you're hearing right now is the closest thing that I heard. And everything is worshiping the Lord, even the plant life. Everything is just giving glory to God. And uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, unfulfilled promises that are in heaven that God wants us to step into. There's sounds, the songs that haven't been written. There's, there's inventions that God wants to give you uh, so that uh, you can release on the earth. There's so, that heaven is, is a storehouse of ideas and creativity and full of creativity. And I remember I was in this place and as I heard these sounds, I was on the edge of heaven. This is, I was in Hong Kong ministering. I got caught up in this realm and I'm hearing this sound, but then the melody changed. I was, looking, I was just in awe of this place. It was a beautiful paradise. And what happened was that uh, the melody changed and there was a male voice. And all I can explain was it sounded like Neil Young, the sanctified version of him. But he's saying, I can sing of your love forever. But I didn't see anybody. I just heard this 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 worship song but it was like a sanctified voice it's a beautiful man's voice and I remember thinking to myself I know that song but the spirit of God spoke to me right through me and he said that um, that song already existed before it came to earth so there's there's so much that God has for us and if we we come before him in worship you can get caught up you see I like to call these sounds sounds and wonders because we carry this we're, we're portal with legs and we change atmospheres as Jesus went into Jerusalem the atmosphere changed when he was on a donkey and they all everybody just changed everything worshiped God and if they didn't the stones would have anyway I just I don't, I don't think I've shared that before I'm not sure um, but this is my good friend Adrian who's here for the first time there's a number of people wow. out. So we might just um, have to lay down our, the ground rules, as it were. Or you might have to lay down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, sorry. It's good to see you tonight. Um, what we like to do uh, as a norm is to interpret dreams and then see where the Spirit of God takes us. And so we want to interpret some dreams. But for us to interpret dreams in a forum like this, they need to be really short. Uh, we've said this over the weekend, but for those that are new, they need to be something that you can relate to us in around about 15, 20, 25 seconds maximum. Uh, otherwise, they'll derail what the Spirit of God wants to do in our midst. And so if it does go too long, if your dream is too long as you're recounting it to us, <clears throat> we will ask you to sit down. We'll do it in love, but we want to keep the flow. So we don't want to offend anybody, but we want to just pre-warn you if your dream is too long we'll ask you to sit down we apologize in advance there's always somebody gets upset but we can't help that but we love you and we just want to protect the anointing and keep the flow in the meetings so we'll probably do about three or four uh we're going to release something tonight there's going to be some impartation tonight so are you excited about that yeah. wow that's the best response we've got for a while, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the Bible talks of tongues and its interpretation as prophecy. And so a tongue coming through a human vessel, a human vessel with bias, agenda, issues, 
and its interpretation, likewise coming through a human vessel, the Bible says that we are to judge and weigh that word. Uh, a dream is a revealing of heaven. It's a parable coming through a human vessel. It's interpretation coming through human vessels. It likewise needs to be judged or weighed. And so this becomes our safety net, becomes your safety net as you start to interpret dreams for other people as well. Um, you do not take on every word that someone says to you. Many of us have taken on words we never should be carrying because then a, a word becomes a mantle, it becomes a, a thing that we carry. Only take on those things that the Spirit of God witnesses in you. And if a word that we release this evening um, doesn't witness with you at this time, put it on the shelf until you hear the mouth of two or three witnesses confirming that word. So just for the record, we're demonstrating the prophetic. The body of Christ needs to be more prophetic because um, in Revelation, the book of Revelation, Jesus is, it says Jesus, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So Jesus is a prophet like unto Moses, but he's, he's greater than Moses, says that in Hebrews 3. Uh, the glory is all over his God with skin on, but he's a prophet. And the church, the body of Christ needs to be prophetic. Now there's some, some immature believers that, who are prophetic and misrepresented. We understand that. I'm a, I've been a pastor for nine years, so I understand they can be a little bit kooky and, and come across a bit wacky. But, you know, uh, some things that the pastors do, when they see that, they freak out and throw the baby out with the bathwater, if you know what I mean. And, we, and I really believe that it's important to embrace the prophetic, but it needs to mature. Uh, we need to mature in it, and we need to walk in that authority because you're all prophetic, aren't they, Adrian? Aren't we? You know, the Bible says it's the Father's goodwill to give us the kingdom. <clears throat> the kingdom's here right now, and over the weekend we've been teaching and, re and uh, in a way, releasing that. Um, if it's the Father's good will to give us the kingdom, and as we were teaching over the weekend, it's through revelation. Revelation are the keys of the kingdom. And um, with that fact, um, it means that every one of us is more prophetic than we realize because every one of us can receive revelation from God. Amen. And so it doesn't really matter what box you've been put into. Uh, you are more prophetic than you think. And whatever God's going to do is always led, led. The spearhead of what God's going to do is through the prophetic. He always precedes what He's going to do by letting His prophets know. Amos chapter 3. And so we, we need to recognize that without just casting that group of people who are prophetic into the lunatic fringe. All right? Because we are all in that way inclined. We just need to be told that. And we need to grasp a hold of some truth. So with the prophetic, pastors or in leaders can be confused by this. And it's a big deception in the New Covenant era that every prophetic word, if it's a little bit rebuking or harsh, then it's not from God. Okay? A prophetic, uh, in the prophetic arena in the church, in a congregation, it needs to be edifying, needs to build up, it needs to exhort and comfort and... Uh, Encourage. It needs that. If there's any rebuking or harsh words in that arena, that's not from God. And it does say that words need to be judged. So that's refreshing. So we do miss it every now and then. right? It's good to miss it. I miss it every now and then, even though there's an accuracy that we have. I miss it, but it keeps me humble. And it's a good sign that I'm not getting it off Facebook, which is good. 
it, it means that I'm, I'm hearing from God, but every now and then you, it, it's okay to miss it. So they don't throw you out and stone you if you miss it, all right? It says that in 1 Corinthians 14, it needs to be judged, so there's room for error, amen? So in this arena of, of, of the church, it needs to be full of edification, encouragement, exhortation, comforting. But there's the office of a prophet, which is different, and that's, a, that's a, a, a set apart. It's an ascension gift where the spirit of prophecy descends on a congregation. Uh, the office of a prophet is an ascension gift where you're actually in a higher council where you can come into a place of warning the church. It's, it's, it's designed to protect the bride, the office. I'll say that again. The office of a prophet is designed to protect the bride, to give warnings, to give solutions to the problem. There might be some rebuke. See, even um, Jesus rebuked five churches out of the seven churches in Revelation. You know, you'll lay down on a bed of suffering if you continue to entertain Jezebel. Oh, I feel a bit edified there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if you know if you're not hot, if you if you if you're, if you're either hot or cold, if you're lukewarm, I'm gonna spew out of my mouth. Yeah, I feel good about that one too. But it's actually Jesus protecting the churches. He's he's he's, he's you know he's giving some warnings and even solutions to the problem. He commends two of them, but he he really gives some some corrections for the other five. So it's important to have that. And some of you are called in that arena too to be able to stand before leaders and, and speak to the churches, speak to nations and uh, give warnings. It's a different type of office. So I want to say tonight, we're not here to foretell. We're here to release promises, prophetically see things, break things off. We'll tell you if we're foretelling in your life. That means it's, gonna, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Whether Whatever happens, it's God's sovereignty. It's going to happen. But we don't usually do that in that arena. We'll tell you if we do that. But usually everything is a warning. We can break off you, uh, any curses. You can, you can come into a place of receiving or healing the promises. Amen. So um, we don't receive written dreams. People write to us, email us, you know, messenger us with dreams. But we do not respond to written dream um, requests for interpretation. The reason we don't do that is because dreams, it's not a formula to interpret a dream. You know, dreams are interpreted in context. And you need to understand not only what's going on in the dream, but what's going on in the life of the dreamer and marry the two together. So if I have my shoes off here and I'm in Exodus chapter 3, what does it mean? I'm on holy ground. But if I'm way over there in Ephesians chapter 6 and I have my shoes off, what does it mean? I don't have my feet shod. I'm in the book of Ruth and I have a shoe off. What does it mean? Yeah, I'm entering the covenant. I'm looking for a partner, as it were. You know, I'm looking for the other shoe. All right. If I'm in, uh, you know, John chapter 13 uh, and I'm taking my shoes off. What does it mean? It means I'm being washed. So the context will determine the meaning of that word. All right. So one of the mistakes we make is we continually want to walk, in, walk into and, and make it a formula when we're interpreting. Every time we see a snake, every time we see a spider, it's the same thing. It's not. And so for that reason, we need to interact with the person who's had the dream to ask some questions, to qualify, and to, to get the voice of two or three witnesses in that picture and with the person as well. And if a woman loses a shoe at a ball, oh, that's a different story. So. <laughs> Sorry. It's not in the Bible, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, 
So, yeah, so it's, there's no formula. And um, God speaks to you in different ways. He speaks to us all in different ways. He might use different elements in your dream that might mean something different to you in your life. Like a dog in a dream, and generally a black dog can be depression, can be a demon, uh, you know, a vicious dog, obviously. Uh, or it could be a, a, a friend. It could be Jesus. Jesus is our friend. But also sometimes dogs can be uh, in different circumstances. You might have your children leave your home like adults, empty nests. So your animals, pets can represent your children. Can be like that in the dream. So it, it all, you know, God speaks to us. He communicates to us and he meets us where we're at. Amen. So I just want you to be open-minded. The key about this, this is the, some people are thinking right now, hmm, what are we concerned by this? I'm picking that up in the spirit. I mean, I don't really care, but I mean, um, but the Lord, I want to say tonight that the foundational understanding of the Word of God is the key, is the core of our belief system, okay? You need to have the Logos, I was sharing this morning, is the written Word, get it in us, listen to it, get it in our spirit and God will breathe onto it and bring illumination that brings revelation and revelation empowers you and revelation can come with visions as well Paul the Apostle said I go on with visions and revelation and he wrote uh, 25% of the New Testament we, we, um, we do sort of fit into a routine and, and we become religious really easily and we don't realise what we're missing out on sometimes until somebody steps out and, sh- and displays a kingdom truth and we go, oh, that is scriptural and I've settled on my leaves. I've settled back here when really there's something more for me beyond what I'm, uh, my understanding of Christianity and what's available to me. Yeah. One of the things that uh, people witness when we are ministering is some, of the, some people see angels. And uh, Adam normally shares that everybody has angels, but a lot of them are bored. Because they don't realize that they're waiting for you to wake up. Now, the Bible says in Psalm 103, verse 20, it says, Praise the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, hearkening unto his voice, who do his commandments. So, angels are actually waiting for the word of the God, the word of the Lord to be released. God releases Rhema, the Rhema word, the living word to us, the spoken word to us. And when we line our mouths up with that, angels actually go to work. Um, The Bible also says that angels ascend and descend. Genesis 28 and uh, John chapter 1, verse 51. Uh, Have you ever thought, why do angels first ascend and then descend if they're in heaven? Shouldn't they first descend before they ascend? The reason that they ascend first is because they're here and they're waiting for you to wake up and pray. And as soon as you, you have a burden on your heart and you express that, they are there to the Father and they're returning and they're bringing revelation to you. They're interacting with you. Uh, angels come to earth, I like to be provocative, and if, if there are those that are being, uh, you know, feeling a little bit uncomfortable right now, this will make you really uncomfortable. And that is this, the angels come to earth through your mouth. While you're physically trying to imagine that. Uh, Me my mouth would be all right. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is they wait for you to start speaking God's word, the rhema that's released to you, and you release them into this place. The Bible says in um, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, it says, Aren't they all ministering spirits sent forth for the heirs of salvation? 
Well, the word therefore in Greek is actually through. They come forth to earth through the heirs of salvation. And didn't Jesus say the kingdom of God's within you? You're a portal to another realm. You're a conduit to somewhere beyond this realm in, in another dimension. And you, you are the access point for them because Christ is in you and He's the door. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. See, um, we're talking about it right now. Some of the people here for the first time, I know we sound like talking heads, but we're going to demonstrate in a moment. And some of you are going to encounter angels. Uh, we don't worship angels, it says in Colossians 2. Be careful of those who puff themselves up with great pride, talk about things they've seen and come into worship, teaching of worship of angels and without embracing the head. That's in Colossians chapter 2. Uh, let me say this, that we embrace the head. Who's the head? Jesus. Jesus is the one we worship, but we do have a great ministry team around us. We've had, uh, I have an angel that stands with me. Some of you experience the words of knowledge. Sometimes I get these abstract visions. I've got to interpret like a dream. But I get an angel that releases visions. And I'll talk a bit about that tonight later with how I receive a scroll from the angel. And then all of a sudden my life changed in 2006. So that angel's with me all the time. Uh, I have five angels, like an entourage of five angels. I mean, there's also there's a, there's army. There's the invincible, most invincible army of all existences around you as well. So I just want to uh, encourage you. You have a ministry team and God wants you to put them to work. Okay. Uh, even with the uh, centenary in, in uh, Matthew chapter 8 when Jesus uh, was speaking to the, the Roman official and his servant was ill and he, he said, look, I, he said, I'll go to your servant and I'll pray for him. He said, no, 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 my, I'm not worthy to have, to, my, to have you to come to my house. You just say the word. So he understood the chain of command. He understood that and uh, in the spirit realm, there's a chain of command, and if you just got to say the word, that's why we pray for believers who got a word of knowledge for someone, someone's daughter or son that's not here. They move by the speed of thought. The supernatural realm supersedes this realm. This is a, a very limited realm here. This natural, uh, uh, terrestrial realm is that very natural, nat very, very uh, natural and very limited. So there's a realm that we tap into, and it's, it's supernatural. Amen. And God wants you to walk as supernatural beings. He wants you to be not human beings. He wants you to be spiritual beings. Amen? To walk and giving glory to God. Whew. There's strong anointing here right now. There's something happening in the spirit. Um, also, there's witchcraft. It's going to be burnt off of somebody here today. Um, somebody's coming here. And God's actually going to, he loves them, whoever you are. And uh, the glory of God is going to be revealed to you. We love you too. And uh, we're not here to condemn. Jesus came to save. Amen. Amen. So are you, uh, I think we covered enough. Make sure you come up with your dream, not somebody else's dream. And make sure it's very short. Please don't give us a half a dream. There needs to be the whole dream and nothing but the dream. Also, please don't um, make up a dream and pretend because we know you're lying too. <laughs> we won't say we've seen it all but we've seen a few things we've seen a lot yeah. Yeah. but um, you know this is real you're going to see a demonstration of this in a moment but we look like just a couple of normal Aussies but don't be deceived what you see 
with the naked eye. We, we have an understanding of who we are. We're part of the royal family. You can have this as well. And this is all demonstrating here today. We're not gurus, all right? Um, but we are uh, here to demonstrate. A true prophet teaches people how to do it. Amen? I think we've said enough. We can go home now. No. <laughs> no, Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you're here. And as it's a safe place to acknowledge the Holy Spirit, and we've been worshipping freely in His presence. And as we're in the council. We're in the, we're in the gate. Anybody who comes through illegally as a thief, Lord, we, we rebuke that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we're completely in the counsel of you. And Lord, we thank you that we're in a safe place and we can, we can enter in and into the gate. As you says in John 10, we can enter in and come and go and go into pastures. And we, we have that rhythm of heaven right now, Lord Jesus. We're in that realm, what Jacob saw and Nathaniel saw, angels ascending and descending. Us. You are the gate, Lord. And we thank you that you're revealing yourself, your glory to these people tonight in the name of Yeshua. Thanks for listening. This has been another Kingdom Community Church podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, go to www.kingdomcc.com.au.